Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you, 1233 in Edmonton. We will have a global news weather traffic update at uh, 1 o'clock. We had some technical difficulties, so uh, we'll work to get that... Uh, uh, get that uh, going for you. Um, it's interesting the perspectives that are out there. We said one of the top stories is we at least have a, sh- a short-term confirmation of what's going to occur here with Josh Archibald and that he's out indefinitely. And I, and I think the majority of the fans have empathy for him. Uh, Archibald was an effective fourth-line player. I, I talked to a couple agents yesterday and said, look, this guy's had a real good niche uh, with the Edmonton Oilers. It's kind of a, a, a sad and unfortunate situation. And this texter says... Um, on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, I hope Archibald, reco- Archibald recovers, but I have zero sympathy for the situation he put himself in. He chose not to get the vaccine, and this is what can happen. Uh, I think that's a bit harsh. I mean, look, I'm vaccinated, my family's vaccinated, but the reality is people are allowed to make choices, and not every uh, athlete ends up getting myocarditis uh, as a result of, of having a bout with COVID. So I think I think you I don't know about the term zero uh, sympathy. I think you can have a little bit of empathy for the position the players, and that would be my interpretation. I I get what you're saying, but the reality of the situation is. Um, at the end of the day, the players are still people. That was what was interesting about Koskinen's comments and how challenging last season was for him. Let's not forget, he got 12 out of 13 starts. All right, without further ado, we are pleased to be joined on the line by the one and only John Shannon, who is our NHL insider and chief political correspondent for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you'll build a Legacy legacy Heating and Cooling. John, we know at least in the short term where it stands with Josh Archibald, who will likely start the year in IR and then could be applied to LTR IR maybe within uh, a week. Uh, an unfortunate uh, situation to say the least. Oh, it's terrible. It's it's sad, and you know, and, and uh, listening to what you you read from the, some of the uh, the Oiler fans, um, I, I do think there has to be some sympathy. Um, you know, the, the the problem becomes 
is we've polarized everything. Yeah. Either you're you're with us or against us, and 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 that's 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 just not the case. That's just not the case. And so you have to hope that uh, Josh Archibald. Forget about playing hockey. Let, let's let's hope that Josh Archibald becomes a healthy young man yep. and has the rest of his life to enjoy. It's uh, hockey. Hockey is secondary when it comes to to, to contacting the, the virus and contacting other contracting other diseases. So I can only hope the best for Josh in the long run. Not necessarily worried whether he's going to be on the IR or whether he's going to be sent to Stockton. Well, it's it, it, you know I put out yesterday the most basic tweet, John. Dave Tippett says Josh Archibald's out indefinitely with myocarditis. At some point this summer, apparently he had COVID, according to Dave Tippett. I mean, that's just right. straight information. And I had a couple guys, oh, you're a right-wing idiot, you know, what do you think of that? And I, you know, last week I had a guy call me a communist. So we've got quite the range on this issue, and it is, you know, it's a political... We just read the numbers again because, you know, Alberta, unfortunately, at this stage, is leading the country in the amount of active cases, uh, you know, per million. Uh, and Saskatchewan's number two, and Alberta hasn't always led the country with this. It's moved nope. around a bit. Quebec had a real battle out of the gate and ended up, uh, and, and they're going to end up with the province with most deaths per capita. But it, it, it has unfortunately become an incredibly political situation, and I'm just sort of surprised that people can't show more empathy, even if you disagree with some, like, I'll give you another example, Duncan Keith, okay? Duncan Keith could have just said it's none of your damn business i'm not saying anything about why i chose the route i did he could have said that instead he kind of explained his situation and gave an honest and thoughtful answer you don't have to agree with what he had to say but you can at least appreciate that he took and and sure enough we had you know people out there this guy's an idiot you know anybody that sits there and supports that he at least took the time to give a rational explanation as to why he chose the path he did I, you know, and it just, maybe it's just, that's just the world we're living in today, John, is everybody's just so damn angry and frustrated that it, that it ends up, uh, you know, clouding uh, the rational judgment of, uh, of some people that are probably most of the time pretty decent people that just get a little bit upset and unwound on Twitter. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. The other thing, Bob, is, is that, uh, you know, you have to, in managing social media, there, you know, in, in my opinion, there are a couple of rules. Uh, if if somebody doesn't have the fortitude to put their own name on their account or their own picture on their own account, then they get ignored because those people are laying in the weeds, just ready to jump. And uh, th- those people that do stand out, have opinions, uh, have thoughts on everything with their name and their face, yep. uh, then I have more time for it. I'm with you. Uh, Greg says, Bob, this uh, that comes with the risk. Uh, athletes should know this and that their bodies are like an investment. You have to be smart and look after yourself. Again, you can text us at 780-496. Hey, by the way, just, be, just, because, just because you're an athlete doesn't mean you're, you know, always a genius either. You know, I mean, it runs, you know, there are, there are, there's information, there's disinformation, and and athletes run the same risks and run the same uh, chances that we all do. This is not a hockey issue. 
As we've said, I think every week for the last 18 months, Bob, this is a public health issue, not a hockey issue. Uh, the same, this texter comes in saying, Bob, the same idiots that bash Keith on giving his perspective on the vaccination decision will end up being the jock sniffers wearing Keith's jerseys by the time the Oilers cruise into the playoffs. Well, I hope they cruise into the playoffs. That would be great. And I have I have high expectations. So it's a loss for the team. And again, I'm with you. Like, I'm cheering for the guy as a guy. Yep. You know, he's, he's, he's a decent guy. He found a niche for himself. I love competitive, hard players. He led the team in hits amongst the forwards last year. They're going to miss him a bit, but they do have a deeper team. They're in a better position to withstand the loss of that right now. Would you not agree? I do. I, I do. And, we're, we're, you know, we're even getting a few surprises through this camp, which is, I, I think, a positive in all this. Uh, but, you know, what, what, what uh, you know, what in many ways what Archibald became last year was Dave Tippett's Swiss, Swiss Army night. Uh, when something needed to change, whether it be on line one or line two or line three or line four, it was Josh Archibald, you know, that, that Dave had the trust in uh, to go out on the ice and, and try to fix it and, and use use that small frame of his to uh, to create some conflict on the ice, and that was a good thing. He, he, I, th- I think that the frustration for a lot of people in and around the organization is that they they were banking on him. They were yeah. they had thought, well, of all the guys that we you know we wondered about our depth, Archibald wasn't one of them. He was you know in all the in all the meetings with the coaches and the managers last uh, in the off season, you know there wasn't a thought. Well, Archibald's he's on the fringe. Well, Archibald wasn't on the fringe. He was supposed to be part of the remedy for this team as its depth improved. Well, and you know obviously the additions of Hyman, uh, Fogle, and Ryan have given Edmonton a top nine, and we're going to see all of them play tonight. McDavid with Hyman and Poliarvi. The second game they're going to play together in preseason. Dry settle with RNH and Yamo. Yamamoto, same for them. Second game that they're going to play together in preseason. And this is actually going to be the first game that we're going to see Derek Ryan with Fogle and Cassian. And I, I think Oilers fans should be excited. I, I, I think both Fogle and Cassian at times can move up and down the lineup. But I'm like, you know, maybe just give me your thoughts on the top nine and the fact that, uh, you know, Zach Hyman, to me, is, it's, you can already see how he's going to change the, uh, the team a bit because he and Fogel, have they have been in the guts of the game, especially on the road. Changed the dynamic completely. I mean, the domino effect of being able to plug a guy like Hyman in on one line and Fogel, who I think is a great acquisition by Kenny Holland, uh, changes uh, changes that domino effect so much so. The guy that I think really has to, uh, and, and two things. First of all, Jesse Pogliarvi has to continue to do what he did on the weekend, and that's shoot the puck. Because when he shot the puck, it was amazing how it went in. Yep. And, and that, that, to me, is a, a big part of what he has to do. And, and, and the other guy at the top nine, you, you know, is, 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 is the spotlight should be on tonight and for the rest of the rest of the camp is, is Zach Cassie. Zach has been given another great opportunity to prove his worth. And, and you know, now let's see it. Working with a responsible centerman like Ryan and a good two-way forward like Fogel, that gives Zach Cassian a lot, a lot of latitude. And I think that he has to start using that big body more. I think he has to be as aggressive as he can be. And then we're going to start seeing the Zach Cassian that we believe we saw during the playoffs that year against San Jose and Anaheim and saw a couple of times in the following year. John, uh, Shore has outplayed McLeod, but I want McLeod on the team and I want McLeod playing. What's your thoughts on that? 
Uh, I can see that. I can understand that. The great thing about Devin Shore is that he's so versatile, too. That I don't mind, you know, if, if, if you're saying, well, it's either Shore or McLeod at center, I think Devin Shore can be, a, 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 again, like Archibald was, uh, such a versatile Swiss Army knife that he can play on the wing or play in center. And I, and I, I mean, so why can't McLeod and Shore be two-thirds of the fourth line? Uh, at that point, you know, but I mean, Ryan McLeod has so much upside, and I think we saw that a little bit uh, in, uh, late in the regular season. That I, I'm kind of with you. I, I don't necessarily want to see him go back to to Bakersfield, uh, but if you're telling me that he's going to play 20 minutes in the American League or nine minutes in the NHL, maybe maybe it's just better for him to go and spend another year in the American League to get his skills up. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting situation to watch. Duncan Keith uh, plays his first. I'm just going to circle back to a guy that's worked in broadcasting for a long time. I made the point, again, John, I got vaccinated as soon as I can. My family's vaccinated. So you know which side of the ledger I'm on on this. I said Duncan Keith, when he went on the, and we were on the road. So this occurred while we were away on Friday. But he took the time to explain the rationale in his decision. He could have just said, screw off, I'm not talking about it, next topic, right? As to why he, you know, ended up quarantining late, missing the start of training camp. He went into a fairly thorough, and my point was, you don't have to agree with the decision he made, but at least respect the fact that he explained it. And that doesn't seem, uh, that doesn't seem to have warmed the cockles of a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people taking, this guy's not a leader, This guy, I, I can't believe his stance. And, and my point in this is at least he, he explained it. Like, you don't have to, like, again, you and me are vaccinated, guys. We got vaccinated right away. Like, you don't have to a- agree with his perspective. But in a time and age when we want athletes to open up and, and show who they are, he, they could have been, he could have completely shut down the, the conversation, couldn't he have? He could have. He, he could have. And, you know, I mean, and there are times when I was listening to Duncan speak, I wondered why he didn't. Um, but, I mean, that, that, I think that gives a little bit of a detail of what kind of conscience he has. Um, and, 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 and maybe it's may, maybe just a little bit of a glimpse into his political beliefs. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we, here we are, we, we end up talking about politics again yeah. over hockey. Here's the thing. If Duncan Keith goes plus six and the Oilers win their first three games, who cares? You know, so I, I'm waiting for Duncan Keith to perform on the ice. Uh, he is vaccinated. He's not going to be a liability uh, one way or the other for the club when it comes to the COVID rules. Let's, let's see what he does in the ice, and then let's make a judgment. I think there's two players in, in teams, Duncan Keith and Oliver ekman Larson. Look, at this stage, ekman Larson's probably a... Uh, mind you, he had two pretty tough years back-to-back in Arizona, but he's getting a fresh start in Vancouver, and I look at Duncan Keith, albeit older, getting a fresh start in Edmonton. And I think that they're probably pretty happy to be in the situations that they're in. And sometimes when you have some happiness in your life and you're at a better place, you perform better. That's just the reality of the situation, John. And here, here, the interesting thing is both guys go from markets that where the, where, where the, the hockey team isn't number one. Oh, sure, the Blackhawks were good. But that's a Bears town. That's a Cubs town. Um, the Blackhawks were good in June when they won three Stanley Cups. Going into a Canadian market like both Ekman Larson and Keith have done, that'll give you a jolt of adrenaline too, where you're you are at the top of the heap when it comes to sports, when it comes to attention, and with it, when you have an athlete, an elite athlete like Keith or like Oliver Ekman Larson, 
they thrive on that. And I think that that's a real positive. And I think that, in many ways, Bob, I think that's where Keith's going to help this club. And I think he's going to help the club in the in the in the dressing room. You know, I, I think he's going to I think he's going to be one of those guys that can actually that that Connor can lean on and Connor can listen to in order to help the organization. John, you're out in the central slash eastern Canada. Uh, what's the perception on Cody Cece? How is he viewed in places like Ottawa and Toronto? Well, both Ottawa and Toronto think that Cody Cece is not that good. Uh, he, he, you know, and, and in many ways in Toronto, Cody Cece got painted with the same brush that Tyson Berry did. Yep. Uh, so, but but Cece's year in Pittsburgh, if you follow the National Hockey League, and you said, "Wow, Cece played well last night," uh, Cece seemed to turn his career around in Pittsburgh last year and made a huge difference. And and again, it it speaks to being around certain people. You know, I, I can tell you right now, and talking to lots of guys in this league, if they got a chance to play with Sidney Crosby, it changed them. It made them better. And I can, I, I can bet that if you had, a, you know, sat around a, at some uh, outdoor cafe on the south side with Cody Cece when it's still warm enough and said, what was the difference between Toronto and Ottawa and Pittsburgh? And he'll tell you it's Sid Crosby. Because Crosby's the first to work. He's the last to leave. And he works harder than anybody else. And if that doesn't rub off on you, I don't know what does. All right. The skill test. Well, it's not a skill testing question. Uh, just to get a, a personal <laughs> opinion here, John. The Calgary Flames have got a big, heavy, tough team. Daryl Sutter has a reputation. Uh, some analytics guys don't like the muscle, but the reality of the situation is uh, Sutter's teams in L.A. had pretty good analytics. They were a strong possession team playing that, that hammering type of hockey. So the question I have for you, I mean, I'm looking at the lineup tonight. We expect to see uh, Zadorov and uh, Goodbranson in on defense, Richie and Lucic and even Walker Tour running around up front. Is this should this be concerning at all for the Edmonton Oilers that Calgary is you know Matthew Kachuk's going to play tonight as well? Calgary's got a physical tough team. Is that a concern for Edmonton? Well, I, I I don't think so. But at the same time, I would say that that's you know guys like Hyman and Fogel and Cassian have to be able to take the body and use the body, and uh, and the guys on defense uh, who are going to play tonight or forget about preseason have to do it during the regular season. Uh, you know, Daryl's an interesting coach. Daryl has designed a team and is designing a team along with Brad uh, to, to almost now to be ready for playoff hockey. The big challenge for the Flames is they have to get to the playoffs. If they get to the playoffs, it's a different story. they got 82 games to prove it and 82 games to work out the kinks before they actually have that challenge. That is our inside uh, the game analyst or NHL insider John Shannon as well as chief political correspondent. John, thanks for joining us here in Oilers Now. Cheers, Bob. Say hello to Trots for me. <laughs> I will. All right. Uh, he, uh, this text comes in. Bob, quit giving a pro athlete a pass. When you choose to not get vaccinated, you can expect to, uh, to feel some heat. Well, ultimately, Duncan Keith did uh, get vaccinated, by the way. Um, come on, Bob. Cut the slack to respect his decision on not wanting to be. No, my point was I respected that he took the question and went into instead of just cutting the. You're, you're missing the point here. I, 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 if I'm him, I would have been vaccinated. The point I'm making is he didn't just say, we're not talking about it, next question, moving on. 
he could have done that. But because he explained himself, not everybody agreed with his perspective. Then he's getting heat again. Doug says, Bob, cut the lack of respect of the decision not wanting to be vaccinated, but decided to take it to be able to make $5 million this year. Give me a break. Don't care how many points he scores, if he's an all-star or not. A non-believer is still a non-believer, and you can't fix stupid. That one comes from Doug. Um other texters are saying, Bob, Oilers fans should be embarrassed reading some of the tweets regarding Josh Archibald. It's disgusting. Oilers fans deserve the worst. I think that's a bit harsh, too. I really do. Uh, Bob, I think that the Oilers need some more meat and potatoes, especially in the Pacific Division. What do you think? Well, I don't think Vegas is as physically tough as they once were, but Calgary's got a real tough team. There's no question about it, and it could be an issue. So I'm going to throw that out there. Are you concerned about it at all? You can text us, 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It's 1252 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. Do want to mention to you that guests on this show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal's an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Go down to Roos Chris and tell Brendan, Taylor and Chris that Oilers now sent you. When we come back, we'll get to the Oilers. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now, injury report and bang off more of your texts on the Ashley Five Floors text line. This is Oilers Now, and it's 1253 at Edmonton. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. 1254 at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. On Oilers now, we got a doozy. Uh, by the way, Miko Koskinen tonight against Jacob Markstrom. A doozy of a text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. This guy's combined it all. Bob, Americans elect Trump, and after four years uh, an inter- uh, as an international laughingstock on the verge of becoming a third world spithole, Canada elects a class clown three times and has become so woke you can barely say a sentence without starting it with a disclaimer or qualifier. Josh Archibald made a decision not to be vaxxed. It cost him and his family millions. Empathy? Question mark. I think people tend to get what they deserve. Speaking on Alabama and Georgia being ranked one and two, deserves got nothing to do with it. Was that not a line at the end of Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood? I was. Gene Hackman's character says, I was building a house. Deserves got nothing to do with it. You can text us at 780-496-0063. I asked point blank. Flames, tough team. Should the orders be concerned? Coach Mike says the rules haven't changed. The Flames can't punch the puck into the net. 
Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. It's a concern regarding Calgary if the NHL continues to ref the same way they did in the playoffs. They ignore the top players and that holding, grabbing, tripping, everything else happened. Uh, and that's uh, part of the – well, you know what? I mean, Connor McDavid, four games against the Winnipeg. For all – I had this conversation with a player – you know, well, you can't compare the Chicago loss to the Winnipeg loss. The Oilers didn't play that well against Chicago. Uh, McDavid, Drysaddle, and Nugent Hopkins combined for 21 points in that series. Neither team got a lot of saves. Mike Smith had a tough first start in that series. Edmonton lost two one-goal games. Chicago had veterans that knew how to win, and then they played the Jets. Different situation. The Oilers outshot the Jets every game. They lost three overtime games. And let's face it, man, the refs, the Jets had a goalie with a 950 save percentage. Connor Hellebuck basically stole that series. It's the reality. And Edmonton got exposed a bit. And as a result, we know what they need to work on. All right, we go to the Oilers now. Injury report. It's brought to you by James H. Brown. Injury uh, lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. As you know, Trent Brown, a uh, all-star in the CFL for Edmonton's football team. And uh, what's the Elks record right now? Are they are they 2-5? and five? Did they get Winnipeg this week? Brendan Escott would know that. Uh, he can also update us on uh, the injury report. We've talked a bit about the Oilers. Clefbaum on LTIR. Archibald and Stalock out currently with myocarditis. Holloway uh, wrist surgery. Sam Rukoff broken jaw. Elsewhere, Brendan. Yeah, first of all, it is the Elks and the Blue Bombers in Winnipeg, 6.30 Friday evening. Uh, that's going to be a tough one for them, for sure. On the West Coast, uh, Canucks forward Brandon Sutter will miss the start of the season. He deals with uh, fatigue right now. He hasn't quite gotten up to speed wow. since camp started. I worry that that's got kind of a similar narrative to the Archibald situation, but that's just my speculation. Uh, Brock Besser, absent from on-ice activities. Jim Benning, though, is hopeful that he'll be ready for the start of the season. Capitals goaltender Ilya Samsonov, he's got a lower body injury. He missed practice yesterday, getting reevaluated this afternoon. And uh, Penguins forward Jake Gunsel is on the COVID reserve list. All right, it's 12.58 in Edmonton. We'll see where the show goes in the next hour. I do know we'll get a Calgary perspective coming up from Eric Francis. And maybe we'll have a Hall of Fame guest as well. We'll wait and see. Off to a Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.